Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we want to give that shout-out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whatever way that you download and listen to our show. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza taking care of us, feeding us as always, and bringing pizza to the show so that you can enjoy it at the live events. If you want to try something other than their pizza or something other than cheese and pepperoni, head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY, who provides us with specialized merchandise for some of our shows. They can do things like that for you and all sorts of uh, other items for sale that you can just purchase. So check out uh, Pollyanna DIY. And thanks to Smartmark Video, who's there at every live event that we have to record it so that if you miss it or you just want to watch it back, you can purchase it on DVD or download a digital version of it at smartmarkvideo.com. And speaking of digital downloads and streaming, thanks to independentwrestling.tv. Sign up using the promo code ABSOLUTE and experience a 20-day free trial. Watch all sorts of old historic AIW shows as well as multiple other promotions on there as well. And with that, we'll get into, well, our regularly scheduled programming that we usually have here on AIW, talking about uh, different shows that we have run and different things that we go through when running those. This week, we're joined by Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham. Boo. Alex Worldwide Keller. Worldwide. The UXWA champion, Big Juan Tucker. Man, what's going on, man? <laughs> you, you know there's going to be a lot of energy on this because the man is always woke. And, of course, AIW owner John Thorne, as I always. Know. I don't know. He sounded kind of sleepy. He did sound sleepy there. Yeah. But he is he's awake, nonetheless. And, of course, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Uh, so, on this episode, we're going to talk about our very first show of 2019, Hail to the King. It took place... In beautiful Akron, Ohio. Hail to the King, baby. I, my baby. apologies. Good call, Worldwide. Hail to the King, baby. Uh, this is what, our third time in Akron? Yes. Third. Number three. Number three. Lucky number three. And third time. A charm. Didn't need it, really, but... You know. <laughs> well, charm nonetheless. Yes. Charm nonetheless. Uh, you know, the day led off with the new talent initiative that uh, we ran, and we'll cover that on a, a different episode, its own episode, really. Um, but this day sucked for me. It was possibly for you, Thorne's it did, worst yeah. day of ever. We're, yeah. But I was surprisingly, like, just, like, calm about yeah, it Yeah, you all. were chill about it all. It was pretty good. Uh, I was so, impressed. So, uh, you know, well, first off, you know, we, we booked Harley Race for the, for the event, which... Uh, you know, I, I talked I talked about it last week with Rick Nelson, but you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, let's just book Harley Race. You know, like yeah. let's 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 go for it. I don't know if how much longer get them while we got them. Harley Race is going to be able to do this. You know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, because I don't know, Ricky Steamboat did so good in Akron, right? And then the Con did. Fairly well in Akron. There's a lot of old time wrestling fans in that Akron area for whatever reason. Right. So I was like, you know, this might be the spot to do Harley Race. So, you know, we, we went and did Harley Race. Um and uh we get to the we get to the event. Well, I get to the venue early because we're doing the new talent initiative. And uh you know, they're doing warm ups and stuff. So I ended up recording a podcast uh with Mikey Blanton from Black Label Pro. And then I get done, and I went, "Fuck, 
Harley races eight by tens are sitting on my kitchen table. <laughs> and what is frustrating about this is, you know, if this happened any other day, it would be a 10 minute drive to my yeah, house to get no these eight by tens. No problem. Akron is an hour away from my house. Uh, so there's a problem, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> well, at least I remembered and it's only, you know, one o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get them and I'll be back. So I embark on my two hour round trip. Uh, I, you know, I, I get home. Well, I grab, two hours scheduled. Scheduled. Trip. Scheduled. I get home. I get my eight by tens. Uh, and uh, I get back on the highway, and I'm about at the halfway point, and my car just shuts off <laughs> uh, on the highway. It's Not just, ideal. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So uh, I called Dr. Dan because he's a doctor of cars. Yeah. And, uh, well, it stalls out, you know what I mean? And then I, I start it, and I get it off the highway, and I get it in the parking lot. And uh, I tell him what's going on. He's like, oh. I called Dan, and he's like, uh, maybe try putting some oil in it. So I go into the gas station, I buy a bunch of quarts of oil, I put oil in it, uh, it starts, go, okay, uh, the, like, there's lights still on it, but, uh, I, you know, I'm driving it around in circles in the parking lot, you know, it's, it's going. Right. Uh, so I'm like, I let it run for a little bit, and, uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I don't know how cars work, maybe they'll, you know, it needed some oil and it's got to, you know... <laughs> Start, you know, pumping through the engine or whatever. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? <coughs> right? Right. So, you know, I get back on the highway, make it half, an, half an exit, half an exit, and uh, it does it again. And uh, I coast off I coast off the highway and, like, into this parking lot, and then my car just doesn't start again. <laughs> uh, and I sit on the side of the road for <coughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the second Akron show, but I remember at the first Akron show, I ro- I drove the uh, truck down, and I got down there and like met up with Pedro in the parking lot, and he's like, "Is the engine smoking?" And I was like, "I don't know, I didn't notice." And he looks and he's like, "Oh yeah, this thing's fucking overheating like crazy." And I was like, "Whoa!" But like you know, that all ended up fine. So maybe we have like an every other show curse. I don't know, but it, <laughs> I just sit, you know, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" Like I have the eight by tens. Uh, I'm missing this entire tryout that right. I'm supposed to be watching. Uh, and I just have to sit there. You know what I mean? Like there's not, there's literally nothing I can do cause I can't leave my car. It's like not in a parking spot. Uh, I'm still 35 minutes away from the show. Uh, and you know, luckily, you know, somebody had triple a, so I was able to be like, Hey, come get come tow my car. Uh, and then I get picked up and, you know, I grab the eight by tens out of my car and, uh, on, on to the show I go. <coughs> my, my day didn't start so hot either. I occasionally from time to time get like the debilitating migraines where can't do anything. And about six in the morning I woke up with one and, uh, it was not good. There was honestly a point where I thought I'm going to have to shoot you guys a text message and be like, somebody tell Pedro to get the suit. Cause I don't know that I'm making this. Well, let me tell you something because I forget whether I think I had like a security shift the night before. So like, basically I didn't get out and like, I worked like a double basically the night before. 
But I got home, like did the thing. I think I was asleep by five and I was planning on like waking up around like 1030 or 11 and like rolling up much to uh, Dom's dismay because I was threatening to uh, rock my like the coach like John Tolos outfit and like walk around with a clipboard and generally uh, look like I'm judging people in the uh, tryout, which Dom was very much against. But I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe Dom uh, fucked around with my alarm clock, or I think I blamed uh, Dr. Dan or the Duke of course on, you blame it, me. on Instagram. I was like, someone hacked my phone. Da, 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 da. So I just woke up at like 1.30. Like, you, texted, like, you texted me at like 1.45. You're like, I hate you, but also I just woke up. Yeah. And fucking, well, you know, KV, brother, I always got to hate you. And um, they, uh, yeah. So like I just woke up and fucking immediately was just screaming. Like, it was, like, a fucking, like, one-minute-long scream, and I walk out into the goddamn living room, weird body, in his bedroom at the time, fucking still dead asleep, and I'm just like, wake the fuck up, we gotta go, and he's just like, because, of course, he wasn't gonna fucking wake me up, he was gonna take advantage for all the goddamn sleep he could get. Right. So, yeah, everyone having some issues to start the day off. Yeah, it but, was. It sucked. A rough day. It, no, but at the venue, ring got put together perfectly. Tryout started on, on time, or maybe a tad early. Everything was rolling at the show. So well, that's great news. At, at least we have we, we have a. It, it took a while, but now we have a good enough crew where we can at least we can run it almost hands off for at least the majority of it. I was like, I, yeah, I was like, normally like I would have been fucking losing my mind, but I was like. You know, I don't know. I was not mad about it at all. Like, I don't know. I was like, every time we get on the phone, you would seem like you were just very calm. I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm expecting it, more yelling, but it, it was. Dr. Dan's basically telling me my engine probably blew up and I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, what hey, the fuck can I do? You know, happens, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, this sucks, but I have to get to the show somehow and I have to fucking figure out how to fucking handle Harley race. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I was, I was vomiting until like three 30 in the, I afternoon. was bummed out too. Cause it you had dangled bad. the carrot of possibly me and Magnum podcasting with a uh, brother race. So I speed read his book cause I got it. Like, well that was, <laughs> that was part of the arrangement, which my car fucking up fucks everything up because we were supposed to be able we were supposed to get a video interview and do a podcast with him. But I, wasn't there you know what i mean like and i didn't get there until doors did you arrange that with his son yes that's <laughs> <laughs> well the, whoever i was dealing with the gentleman that was there with him yes uh so you know that all goes out the window but it's like you know again as a promoter you got to pick your battles it's like do i do i want to start the meet and greet or do i want to do uh, this podcast with harley race so it's like oh yeah you got to get the meet and greet going, which then the show has to start late because we the meet about a half an hour late, a solid half hour. Yeah, yeah. We went we went at eight as opposed to seven thirty. Yeah, and the line was still eight. long. It, yeah, we had to cut it yeah, off. We cut like, it off. It was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, but you know that made the show suffer. But hey. Let's make money, baby. If you're making money, you got to make the money. You know, like it's right. that was our uh, our most successful meet and greet of all time, right? Yeah, that's what Pedro said. That was by far the most successful meet and greet we ever did. Harley race, uh, you know, above and beyond. So I understand that you know that late the lateness, and then we do it again in intermission, and then there's a long intermission uh, yeah. that fucks the show quality up. But I don't, you know, you. you you got to make the money if you're making the money, yeah. you know, like, especially at that point to where it's like, 
we're raising money for WrestleMania weekend. Right, right. Plus, right. there were people that traveled. Like, yeah, traveled far like during the fucking uh, tryout. At one point in time, someone, some dude, just like walked in, and I like went up to him. I was like, "Hey, man, you here for the show?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Ah, doors aren't going to open until about like six. And he's like, "All right." I just drove like six hours, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, just I to mean, see Harley race, Harley race, man. You know, so Which are Harley racists out there. Wait, that's probably not a good. Yeah, I don't know. That's, whoa, not, that's whoa, not the name whoa, for the Harley whoa, race whoa, fandom. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> that's not woke. I'm amazed no band has ever taken that name, but that's me. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Well, okay. Wow. Cutting that out. I kid. So, so we did have the new talent initiative. It went well. Uh, after the Harley race thing all happens, and maybe this was a little bit of an advantage because we end up putting guys on the show who obviously didn't know going into the day that they were going to be on the show, let alone who they would be working. And so that did give them a little bit of extra time to prepare because we had those guys within. You know, two of the first three. Yeah, we matches. we ended up we ended up booking ten guys from the tryout on the show, which, which is, is a third. Which yeah. how many tryouts and do independents run across the country that they use a third of the tryout on one show? Yeah, it it doesn't happen. And right. you know, there's guy, you know, and now some guys have you know they're finding their ways on different shows. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, some guys may maybe are just located too far out to use on a consistent basis. But there was like tons tons of potential. Uh, and I didn't see it, but this is all coming from, you know, Dom and Matt Justice and uh, Magnum CK and uh, Matt Wadsworth and Duke. Uh, you know, all sorts of people were there, and you know, I, I had to leave it in in Pedro and Dan was there, and I had to leave it in everyone else's hands to f- figure it out because uh, I didn't get to see it. So like. Yeah. You know, th- when I arrive at basically doors, they're saying like, "Hey, do you have a problem with this?" I'm like, and I said, "I did not see it at all." So you know, you if you guys think they should be on, put them on. So we roll into match one, and it's PME taking on the production with Eddie Only and Derek Director as a tag team, and then two teams that come out of uh, this this new talent initiative: the team of Boomer Hatfield and Travis Huckabee. They get thrown together, and Camaro and Mike Outlaw, who are two guys that are they actually wrestle in St. Louis, yeah, but not together. No, so they're thrown on uh, together as a tag team for the first time ever. From talking to them, and so the, and same with Boomer and and uh, Travis Huckabee. So I was very impressed with uh, Boomer in his uh, tryout match. Boomer, that I think that was like I know where like it's a part of a trial, but putting Boomer and uh, a guy that debuts later on, Michael Austin Wardlow, together in the tryout, which is the the variation of sizes was like that was I think like the most intriguing part of seeing like what they could do. But it, and but like Boomer, like totally impressed. And I've I've seen some of his stuff from Chikara and Huckabee as well. And then I've like been on shows with Mike Outlaw and Camaro, and like they're like they're definitely talents that are rising around. Now, before I even tell you that this was an excellent four-way tag match and really didn't skip a beat in terms of what an AIW four-way tag is because the fans were pumped about it, this did kick things off uh, with Camaro and Mike Outlaw getting some hatred from the fan base that they did not anticipate. They weren't ready. (laughs) There were people who had no idea who these These guys were. (laughs) As As soon as I heard that, I went, oh, you guys are... The music begins. Oh, first of all, they had no idea, and they picked this on their own. Yeah. What? 
They p- yeah. not even they picked it on their own. Yeah. I thought it was a rib. No, it wasn't. No, no, not no. even at all. They picked this song because one of them, I don't remember which, but I think comes out to it in St. Louis. So it's probably not a big deal there. But in Northeast Ohio, <laughs> you can't come out to We Ready because nobody's ready. Nobody's ready. And immediately the crowd you wanting. Blew, you just blew World Light's mind. He's leaving right now. I know. The the crowd immediately wanting I'm here. cult favorite Razor Sharp, and when he did not walk through those curtains, they booed. The boo like, birds came out. <laughs> they came out hard, and these poor guys were like, "What? Why does everybody hate us already?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's uh, you, you guys shouldn't have used that." Song. The best part is when the music stops. And you just hear one person in the crowd go, you are not razor sharp. And they look at each other with the most confused looks on their face. <laughs> I went back and purposely watched this match yeah. to watch the reactions of the people in the ring. Uh-huh. Derek almost fell Derek over. Derek was losing He it. almost fell over he laughing. Because he even, as soon as the music hits, he looked at me, he's like, is razor sharp coming out? Razor sharp. I'm like, come on, you know who's coming out. You know it's not come razor sharp. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking at Razor Sharp in the crowd, and he is just like in all his glory. All his glory. <laughs> they're ch- they're chanting for him. He's already soaking it in. What's going on? Hold on. They wanted him so bad. Uh, but as I said, as a match, this this was excellent. Uh, I thought you guys did a great job picking people who would go in it. Boomer Hatfield and Travis. I don't know that. I, now, I said that they have never been a team before, but it sure didn't seem like it. Maybe they have because they were seamless as a team. They were pretty fantastic together. They they almost mostly wrestle in tag teams because I know, like... But together? But, that, no, they, they... So I think, like, the tag team mindset of okay. them knowing how to work off of another person, I think that works well because they both wrestle in tag teams all the time. Yeah, they were a lot of fun to watch, and I know the crowd really enjoyed them. Uh, so that's I mean, that's that match, and then we roll into our ladies' match of the evening: Britt Baker and Tasha Steeles. What was that, Swan? Say it again. That, that match was lit, man. Oh. <laughs> it was what? That match was lit. It was lit. That yeah. line of intermission right. was lit. I know that you say say no more, but I, I need you to say more. We're on a podcast here. Oh, um, say not less. Yeah, say, say more. Not less. I mean. No, you like Tasha Steeles, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's man, what we're getting you know, at here? Yeah, she's she a fine woman. I'll tell you that. Man, hold on. <laughs> did you no. watch the What's Britt? Chopped liver? Yeah. Man, I, I ain't going to disrespect Britt, man. She, yeah. she got a boy, you know, out of go. Speaking of long intermission <laughs> meet and greet lines, like Worldwide said, Britt's was, uh, that was pretty hefty right there. Yeah, that was, she told me how much money she made. That she was rivaling Harley Oof, Race. You didn't even want to pay her, did you? She was rivaling Harley <laughs> Race. You're like, why do you need? Why do you need any money? Right. You just made it all right uh, there. Yeah, you know, this is you know, Tasha Steeles was a was a girl that was you know on the you know one of the final GNO events, and mm-hmm. uh, it, there was just an opportunity, uh, you know, to to do something. Uh, Britt is obviously probably not going to be available too much longer for shows so uh i wanted to at least try to get her on you know something yeah uh and you know this this date made the made the most sense uh so that that's what led us to this match and it was good it was fun to watch tasha steals man she's she's little but she pack, she packs a punch man she throws hard i don't know if you can handle 
that one. I felt bad in the uh, locker room in the back. Uh, they were like right by like the one fire exit door. So uh, the few uh, heater rippers in the locker room were constantly going in and out of the thing. And it was pretty chilly outside. Oh, what gentleman you are. I need to hurry up take a picture with Brick Baker real quick. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you didn't get one that day, huh? I didn't get one that day, man. Man, What's what were you on? thinking? I'm not woke right now, man. Yeah. Ever the opportunist for right. selfies. Man, Tucker. The next one we roll into, you know, we again, we talked about the new talent initiative. And this is it. That This is the main one that comes out of that. A six-way uh, scramble and for a lot of these guys they probably haven't really done a scramble like this before I gotta think because this is kind of an AIW special yeah and you can kind of tell after it that you know uh, it was good but if there would have been like a veteran AIW scramble guy in there it could have they could have just tightened it up and made it you know uh, so much better so we have Matt Kenway Kevin Bennett Logan Easton LaRoe Lee Moriarty, Cabana Man Dan, and Michael Austin Wardlow. Yeah, and these, you know, I knew nothing about these guys at all, you know, until it was it was showtime because I had, uh, you know, I missed the entire tryout. Admittedly, Lee Moriarty is a guy that was somewhat on your radar. I think you had you'd mentioned you kind of knew who he was at least. I, I knew, knew from Dom. I from knew Dan. well I knew who he was because he did the Ultimo Dragon seminar. Right, okay. And Ultimo Dragon liked him the most out of everybody that was there. So that's how I knew him. I did not know him before the Ultimo Dragon seminar. Okay. Um other than, you know, from Ultimo Dragon pulling me aside and talking to me about him. Uh that's high praise. Yeah, he was, you know, he was the guy that Ultimo Dragon liked the most. Uh, so that's how I, I knew who he was. Uh, so when we did this new talent initiative, I was uh, pretty interested to see how he would do when uh, when he registered for it. Um, the other guys, I, I didn't know a lot about the other guys. Uh, I knew Michael Austin Wardlow. And, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, out of 35 people, I considered him number 36. Uh, he had the most to prove because, you know, he's he has the most natural tools. And w- when you have so much of that going for you, uh, the majority of those people, nine times out of ten, are not easy to work with. Right. Uh, so, you know, I had he had kind of uh, a lot stacked against him. As, as you and I talked about with Rick Nelson you know, the more Tito's and water John Thorne gets, the more transparent he becomes. And I told I told him that, you know, after the <laughs> fact. I, you know, I I one hundred percent told him that he proved me wrong. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I could admit that. Uh, I, but you know, he does. He's done other things locally, you know, and it's just kind of like uh, I don't, you know, like you just kind of uh, if, if you have success other places, it it's. Sometimes it's gonna make it. It's gonna make it harder, right? Uh, because you know this is a tryout situation. This isn't like a booking situation. So, uh, you know, I, I felt that he he could have had an attitude problem because he is the top guy in other you know promotions. You know, within driving distance to sure. you know AIW. So, um. And he, I, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. You know, uh, he did good. Uh, Definitely and, more on him later. And well, easy I, to get along with. Well, this is what I'll say. I will say he was the only guy. Uh, and I understand that a lot of guys traveled from all over, but 
he was the only guy that came to the after party uh, and, you know, tried to, you know, uh, I, I guess mingle with, you know, the, the AW regular roster and, uh, you know, kind of. Yeah, he tried to fully ingratiate himself into what the AW was about. Guy got along with him swimmingly. Yeah, he was very easy to get along with. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm yeah. saying he's, but he's, but he he's was, the only guy that came and oh, attempted, yeah, 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 for sure. to take part in attempted to, you know, put himself out there like that and, you know, uh in a situ in that situation. Uh but uh, you know, and it it's gotten him it's gotten him more bookings. So uh he was in terms of our, our audience I would say we have pretty some pretty smart fans out there and they're uh, cognizant of what's going on in the independent scene or have seen a lot of people. So Lee got a solid reaction. They they knew who he was. They knew who Michael Austin Wardlow was. And they were all big fans of the flip-flop, flip-flop chop. Let me tell you Cabana something. Man Dan. My mom, Sweet Mama Worldwide, came to this show, uh-huh. made the trek. And uh, I asked her, I like met up with her during intermission. And I was like, oh, what do you think of the show so far? And she's like, uh the flip flop chop. I loved that. Like that was like the only <laughs> thing that stuck out from her. For I, I, I just gave uh I just gave Cabana Man Dan uh another date. I I put him on the uh, May twenty fifth Goldhorn Brewery show. There you go. So flip flop chop. Well, Mrs. Baba worldwide, all about the flip flop chop. There That's, you go. That the first time people see that, it's like unreal the reaction it gets, just because it's super loud. I saw Cabana Man Dan the first time at a IWA show. Him against Trey. And I didn't know it was coming. Neither did Trey. It yeah. was the loudest thing I've ever heard. And he, his face was just—it was not prepared for it. So, so Wardlow and I were talking about this at the after party as we're trying to like dissect the legality of the flip flop chop during the course of any normal basic match. And I was like, well, technically, it's not a foreign object because it's his footwear, right? So, like, you would use your boot to kick somebody or whatever. Uh, so, so it's like, it, it's kind of. I a feel like once area. it's off your foot, though, then that's a whole other can of beans. What about people that wear gloves? What about if you take the glove off and like slap someone with it? It's right. the same thing. Or, or when people have the wrist. Yeah, but it's going to have less impact than if it were on your fist. Nah. I mean, he's got it in his All hand. Right, say too. you're a boxer and you take off your boxing glove. And then you slap somebody with a boxing glove. Is that going to be better than a left hook? I mean, I mean, in theory, it's just hitting somebody with a shoe more or less than kicking somebody in the head. Uh, I don't know. You can get a lot of force out of your foot. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's you know, again, if you have wrist tape and you you use that kind of to oh uh, well, then well, that's I mean, choky. That's different. That, that, that we're well, talking about the orange now. Get, you at least get the five count. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a gray area. Well. Who's, referee's uh, who's discretion. referee for that match? Uh, was that, Is that on cage match? Was that potato? I think it was one of the tryout referees, actually. It was. You're right. It was. It was. Well, I forgot we had two We even booked referees. tryout referees, so we booked yeah. more than 10 people. Yeah. We had two tryout referees in this. The best tryout referee was when you when you asked the guy uh, what if you wanted to say his <laughs> name, and he said, no. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready for that fed run. That was that first match, everybody. Nah. Was it <laughs> was the new rap. No, I like good for you. Uh, Matt Kenway also in this, uh, and uh, Logan Logan Eason Larue and Kevin Bennett. Yeah, yeah, all all, all did very well. They everybody, all did very well. Yeah. Everybody in this match did very well. Yeah, um, and you know I'm trying to you know as we do more of these, uh, I guess other shows, you know, like it gives the opportunity to book more of these guys, and uh, 
these guys should be a wake up call to the current AIW students that these guys are coming for all the all your spots. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, they're coming for your spots. You know, if they if stay woke, Big Twan Tucker. Yeah, well, we'll get the Big Twan later in his performances. But uh, oh man, what you trying to say? I'm saying these guys. These they're guys. Coming, are, they're coming for it. These guys are coming for your spots, man. Because yeah, Tucker spread them on site, bro. Stop playing with me. <laughs> hey, come well, on. Now. I'm saying they're coming for your spots. All right, he's on site. They're hungry. They're hungry. They're hungrier than you guys. I think you guys. Uh, we've been we've been being too nice to you to you students. I think. Damn! Won't you tell me, man? Hold on, <laughs> man. You gotta let me saying, know. Saying it here. You know, Big Tuan. You woke, man. Big Tuan. I, I thought you'd get the message when you weren't on Wrestle Raver or, uh, or uh, Slumber Party Massacre, brother. Yeah, but I, I heard, guess I, heard. I guess not. No, I got the message. Don't worry. <laughs> so we we roll in the next match, and uh, there were a pair of basically pick your opponent's poison matches on this evening and josh bishop decides old dominic Garini is gonna have to take on kevin thorne yeah and uh this is all based on uh when young josh bishop was a rookie and uh that jay let kevin thorne did kevin thorne taking him under his wing in mahal's and he was a big fan (laughs) he was a big fan of young josh bishop and uh showing him the ropes in the bar and uh josh bishop is uh looks at looks at kevin thorne as a uh as a mentor of sorts yeah and it was Just, he's from the dirty 330 too he is well he's got family yeah his dad built some big sign out there or something yeah oh yeah at uh high school at the high school archbishop that he went hoban. to Arch, archbishop hoban yep yep dr dan uh you keep track of this did anybody get hit with a trash can in this kevin thorne match yes. dom dom definitely got hit with a trash can he also got put in a trash can <laughs> if I if I'm not mistaken, I I believe that's Kevin accurate. Thorne just keeps it rolling. He uh, after being hit by one of those trash cans from him, yeah, that's that's. Did not anyone a good get day tossed in the into the rails really really hard? I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably. So. They went around that whole building. Yeah. Everything was used. They were everywhere. The real estate badass. Kevin Maybe Thorne. in the koi pond. If I'm not. If I remember correctly, they were near the koi pond. You're okay. right. I don't know if anybody went in it. Kevin Thorne's first match in six months. He told me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's making that money on the real estate market. That's what he said. He said Do you love real... those advertisements? Have you watched them? He said the real estate game has just taken over his life. I, I love his little ads that he puts out. They're great, man. Uh, from there, we go into... Well, this one we had a, a little debut. Zach Thomas uh, took on Dan Housen from the production, old Wes Barkley, and Takeshi Minamino. Michinoku Pro. And he he was brought in with us through Kiku, correct? Yeah, Kiku Taro, who drove. They drove from Oklahoma. <laughs> Ten fucking hours. Ten fucking hours. <laughs> His idea. His idea, yeah. Because he says when uh, Japanese come from uh, Japan, uh, he likes to show them how big America really is. <laughs> <laughs> so they drove from Vegas to Oklahoma, Oklahoma to Akron, they stopped at Swenson's and then drove Akron back to Vegas. <laughs> oh man, that w- wild! He was uh, he was impressive though. I liked this guy, uh, Minamino. He was and he could do some cool stuff. And he kind of worked with these guys seamlessly. And it was a fun little four way dance that we had going on there. It was I mean Zach Thomas did his thing and was just brutal and threw down some power. Danhausen was. Danhausen, I mean nobody, nobody missed a beat really. Danhausen, I will say, you know, much like the uh, Eddie Only and Derek Director, uh, these guys were all dead in the water, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with the Magnum CK, and uh, they just started producing content and kind of uh, 
producing interesting content to where you know now this gets Stanhausen you know on the yeah. show sort of thing and uh you know it's it, it seems to be it, it seems to be working so you know Danhausen wasn't on this wasn't supposed to be on the show initially and then he starts making all these videos and doing all this stuff so uh goes to the show sometimes you know if uh creative has nothing for you uh, you know pitch something and get a little creative there you go I ain't gonna lie, bro. He be scaring me, man. Sandhausen scares you? Yeah, bro. He be in my nightmares. You're like, bro. like hold on. Seven times his size, but man, he makes you nervous, still, huh? Bro. I gotta say, his casual attire is uh, something else. He's on like these weird black tunic things. And... I know, bro. I can't even talk to this dude, bro. He don't some. I don't know, man. Is what it mean? the uh, the face paint that's? Yeah, you? man. We put that on. It's over. Like, Freaks I, you I, out, I, huh? I can't talk to you no more, man. Mm-hmm. You follow him on social media? I'm um, sadly, I do. I don't know why. I, I question. <laughs> I myself. know why you do. Why? I'm not going to say it on this podcast. All right, say less. Not on air. <laughs> All right. Dr. Dan what knows what mean. I'm talking about. <laughs> Dr. Dan knows. Oh, you acting different. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's no, not what I'm saying, Big Swan. No. He's, uh, that's not he's what I'm talking saying. about his hot wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to speak about that. He's going to pop in my dreams. <laughs> like, what you say, boy? Pop in your dreams? What? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. No, I ain't gonna say. It. I ain't gonna say. It. Gonna say it. You don't want to speak too many. You don't want to speak too much on there. No, I ain't. Because then you, you, he will haunt your dreams. Huh? I know. That's right. what you're nervous about. It'll pop up. All right. Like, what's up? All right. Waking oh, nightmares. Yeah. Well, say no more on say that. Say no then, more. Right? I just watched Us last night, man. I'm cool. Oh yeah. That movie Us, man. That's the uh, the new Peel movie. Yeah. Yeah. That one scared you. Yeah. You think Dan House is gonna pull an Us on you? More than that. More than that. All right. Speaking of other movies, so one time PB thought my aunt was going to get out him. I just want to get that on the podcast now. Thought so that your aunt was going yep. to? Oh. Yep. We went down to North Carolina for a booking. Mm-hmm. And, P- and we were, my aunt's like, oh, hey, go like, you know, she gave us like, you know, was making a steak. So I went out there, started the grill and was cleaning it out, yeah. cleaning it off to start making them. And PB come, and my aunt, my aunt lives in a nicer neighborhood, North Carolina. She, PB Smooth walks outside, looks at me and goes, hey, Dan, is, is your aunt going to get out me? Just the straightest face I've ever seen in my life, and I just go, Did, <laughs> like, why would you but go back in the him? house? That's all I told him. I was if that like, was no. the situation. You wouldn't be telling him. No, I was just like looking at him, like, or he's like, I just saw that movie. I gotta know. Wait a minute, Twan. Quick uh, movie question. What's up? What's up? You seen uh, Sorry to Bother You? Sorry to bother you. That just seems like a no. Mm. That's a no. It's on Hulu. Watch it. Get it. Oh back to me. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the fucking. Oh my god. That third act is a motherfucker, huh? Motherfucker. Uh, a horse? Yeah. My guy. It's a yeah. wild one. I don't know what you guys are doing. It's on Hulu. You'll like it. Oh and PB at God. least didn't, uh, he didn't weigh his food, though, did he? At your aunt's house? He did not use a, a greasy, disgusting scale to weigh his steak. No. Guys, okay. let's just not talk about All right, sorry, any well, of that. He should, he that else should not be named. It's in the rear view mirror. It's all over. As, Jobless. As are we. In town for now. <laughs> all right, so. We move on to uh, the match of the night for many in this room. The Weird World teaming up with Kikutaro and Ryder Reed to take on Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, oh, the Duke, man. and the party never ends. I don't know if it was... Peterson, Big Twan Tucker. I don't know if it was the match of the night, but it was the match of their night. That's why. That's <laughs> what I was This is true. Saying. I got to say this right here, right now. Dr. Dan, hate you, hate everything you do. Uh... Don't even like being in this room with you. You're lucky uh, Twan's between you and me, but favorite match I've ever had with you. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate We have had not the greatest luck of good matches no, in no, AIW, no, yeah, but, but... Yeah, that's that, what it is, luck, huh? Did, that, that was... <laughs> yes, luck, Steve. <laughs> Every time we play at a good one, or we you know go out there and we just, you know, we're going to go and make magic happen. It just it's, uh, never clicks till uh, th- this night. You want to talk about clicking, uh, some of the people... <sighs> Woof. Yeah, the Duke is still bitching about this match. I was say, He's Duke still was angry. I'm on Duke's right? team now, personally. After the events of uh, the previous weekend, before recording this right here and now. I think Duke was just a little embarrassed that he was playing coach during the tryout and then had a fucking shitty match. Yeah. Well, was, you uh, know, you get what you got. It I was, had a good time. And uh, all the pieces, parts that looked good, looked good. So yeah, you know, that's that's best Started strong, finished strong. I will say this, though. I did commentary on it, and I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was enjoyable and fun. Uh, and the Duke just has been uh, just trying to sell me on the fact that it was bad for months at this point. So I don't know. I'll agree with him with regards to one human in the match. Look, I ain't gonna lie. Riley Reed's move, right there. Riley. Un- Ryder. Ry- Riley. Ryder. 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 I don't. I, I can't. Don't care what his name is? That goddamn move he did on me. Was it the senton or the? Oh, that that weird mother. Whoa! Pile driver. Yeah. It's a pile driver, yeah. Well, I'm like, what, what was that? Almost knocked me out. Exactly. Almost knocked Jesus you right Christ, out. Jesus Christ, where you get that move from? A video game? Oh, yeah. Tony Hawk's 19? Pro Skater, bro. Oh, yeah. hell no, I ain't playing that game again. Thug. But it was cool to be in the ring with Kikutaro, which Yeah, that was, that was wild. There's one checklist I've always. You know, say, how do you not have a fun match with Kikutaro? That was so much fun. It was. I should have got a Japanese uh, translated pamphlet, though. Maybe could have could have read it. I saw what his Facebook got was him in, on board. His Facebook was in pure Japanese. So when I looked on his phone, when he was trying to show me a video, you know, later on in the he, night, and I'm looking at it like, whoa! I should have just made that an entire Japanese pamphlet for he you. Has, he has two phones. One phone is like an American phone, and then he also has a Japanese phone number. And he sometimes he goes back and forth from what he texts me from, but he can he can spell. Uh, you know, English and talk English. Uh, and he's kind of forced my hand to have to book him again because uh, he ordered a fucking Tanaka Major League Two baseball jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. Uh, and he just sent me a photo of it the other day. So he says, I must come back to Cleveland now. Marbles. Yeah, he loves marbles. That's my, that's my favorite. Fact. I've seen uh, Major League Two. So many more times than Major League One. I got over there on the DVD, brother. Where you at on Major League Three, man? Back to the minors. Back to the minors. Nah. Tanaka also in that. Scott Bakula. Tanaka's in that. Tanaka's in that with Pedro. They're in the minors. And Scott Bakula, yeah. Yeah, not as much. Leave the memories fan. alone, man. The bees. I think there's the, the team there. <coughs> I love That's Tanaka. like that slapshot sequel. Tanaka's like my favorite underrated character in Major League lore. Him and old, old Rube Baker like him too. Uh, uh, next match we go into. Little martial arts action going on. Lewis Linden and TKD. Oh, a lot of swinging. So this was, you know, this was uh, roundhouses. TKD's match that he wanted. You know, I, I typically will ask, you know, uh, guys who they want to wrestle. Yeah. Some, you know, new students that are kind of getting out there a little bit, and this was uh, TKD's request. So he got the match that he wanted. How did you feel about it? Did you watch it? I thought it was very good. I thought he did good. It was a uh, a moment of growth, I guess, for 
lack of better terms, for TKD. Because Lewis Linden is, the, is that veteran that we put out there. When we bring guys in, we've talked about it many times on this podcast, when we bring guys in and we think, man, who do we have them work with so that we know we're going to get an excellent match? Immediately we go, Lewis Linden, of course. Uh, he's the consummate professional. So this is kind of like, hey, this is this is the guy that you're being thrown in with for TKD. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll go down forever saying Lewis Linden is the most underrated wrestler out there today. Forever, I'll say that forever. Yeah. John Thorne, though, what's up with me, man? <laughs> you, you got, yeah, you, got you got some, some time to put in, brother. Yeah, you got some time to put in for your Lewis Linden. Oh, brother, no, I don't want to face him. No, no, no. You never asked me like who I want to face, man. Oh, that's because you you've been having a. A series of bad matches, man. Well, damn, why don't you tell me? <laughs> I just did 15 minutes ago. No, no, no. Personally, you know, you don't ever text me, man. Like, what's up? I don't got a cell phone, brother. <laughs> you got it right there. Oh, hold on. No. That's a wow. pager. You got to earn. You got wow. to you you earn having my number, man. I got to earn it. You got to earn it, He man. wants the wow. messenger. Why are you give him the messenger? No, it's say less, John Thor. I got you, bro. You got to earn having my phone number, Twan. I got you, man. Say less. Who do you want? Who do you want? Who I want? Yeah. Tank Man. Who? Tank Man. Calvin Tankman? Calvin Tankman? Yep. The Tank Man? Yep. How about I get you razor sharp? <sighs> You're holding no. his belt, man. He probably wants it. Please, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, I do like his name song, though. That, that, that lit. That's lit. <laughs> so you don't want to be the third man uh, when Weird World takes on the Rip City uh, shooters? No, <laughs> the man, Razor I, City shoes. No, they, that's their problem. I don't want to get involved with that. All right, all right. We're, 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 we're mixing universes here, guys. Yeah. Come on, man. Next, we'll roll into the AIW Intense Championship. Originally supposed to be a singles match, one on one. It turns into a triple threat because Chase Oliver reveals he's got an injury has to have surgery, and so rather than just getting your intense champion, Massey Justice, and Wheeler Yuta, Trey Lamar gets inserted into the mix. This is a wild one. This Man. was a wild one. It was all over the place, and, uh, I mean, Massey Justice is not holding back on Wheeler and Trey Lamar, just as you feared I, he would uh, not. I like, I, you know, Wheeler is a guy that's, you know, having low-key, uh, having some impressive showings. Absolutely, big fan of Wheeler Yuta. He's all, I love him. That match that that match in Akron, the when Justice started hitting with the chair, and he was just you know keeping that submission hold on. It was un, that place came unglued for that. It yeah, was awesome. Yeah, people were people were hot for this one pretty much like the entire time. Uh, they they what went off a table or something from in the crowd? Were they double? They teamed up double suplex. Matt suplex Justice? Matt into a from the a, bleachers from the bleachers through a, a table that actually belonged to the shrine and me knowing in the back of my head oh we got to get this out of the building and hidden immediately it didn't work they at didn't. the at the end of the night the guy goes eh, that one was already broken anyway it's fine <laughs> yeah they probably made they're pretty laid back so much there. money yeah, those four dollar Bud Lights tell you I, what. I went to the Tadmore Shrine Circus uh, not that long ago when I was looking for a parking spot. There were some Shriners talking about wrestling. Is happening that where you at went to venue. the circus? Yeah, they they promote oh. their own circus. Okay, it was, it's not there though. They oh, oh they rent the arena down. There. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but uh, interesting. They keep all those elephants down in like Cincinnati or some shit. 
I think they just book like an indie circus uh, to come in. Oh, so there's no way for us to get any of those animals for like one of our shows, maybe? I'm sure you can. I don't know if they. Uh, I, I saw what happened to Siegfried and Royd, man. I'm not no tigers, yeah, man. Yeah, but what if you like rode in on an elephant or something? That'd be pretty sweet, right? I rode on an elephant once, but like at not Kalahari, to the ring. Though. No. We're getting on a tangent, but they Sorry. did they did elephant rides in intermission for ten bucks. Or when I was a little kid, I saw I saw an elephant take a shit on a midget. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> imagine imagine we have Swaggle riding to the ring on an elephant. That's probably he very doesn't expensive. do heights. Yeah, that's probably very. Also, expensive. Uh, you see the doorways on the places we're working at. That's true. Elephants are pretty tall. Can't even yeah. get a steel cage in there, brother. Yeah, that's fair. If we tried, we could. We just, I'm, it's I mean, not great. After for the this fans. Dumbo movie comes out, I'm sure the uh, midget elephant market's gonna like fucking boom. No. Well, we'll see. Swaggle's constantly looking for ways to reinvent himself. So there you go. You can be uh, Danny DeVito's character. Uh, next one we roll into uh, more of the picking of the poisons. Old Dominic Garini chooses his rival, one-time rival, I should say, and foe. Tom Lawler to take on Joshua Bishop. Tom Lawler took a hell of a picture with me by accident. With, back, that, uh, with the backstage photography? Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, that thing. It's, uh, I think it's actually my uh, Tinder header right now. Oh, there you go. Do you, now, do do people think that uh, they're getting Tom Lawler, or do they think they're it's getting Tom Lawler? No, Tom Lawler's back. Ba- it's his, uh, his back's to the camera. Oh, okay. So you're just getting me looking real good, you know, the singlet doing all the work in the it's, world. It's very, it's very pro looking, too, so they probably think you're a fake profile, you know, mm. like, like all the gals on there. Yeah. Do you pay for premium? Oh, hell no. Dan does. I do not. I've not been on there in a solid twenty minutes. Two years. I would delete that thing like every like three or four months. I'm winking. (laughs) (laughs) You get frustrated, huh? No, it's just Dan said he's not been on there in two years. I know. know. There's the same. It's like you just fucking find out how fucking boring everyone is. But that's a whole other story. (laughs) He's always on the road. That's right. I actually came up with a whole list the other day. I didn't tweet it out, but it was a list of uh, people I swipe left on. Oh. Who keeps a list? That's weird. You keep a list? I had a list. Well, I was like going to fire it out as a tweet. Let's see here. Nurses, axe-throwing photos. Oh, like what they do. <laughs> Cleveland baseball oh, fans, okay. anyone in the Cleveland DSA, take me on an adventure, photos of unaccompanied children, uh, tailgaters, OSU, Browns, Steelers, any, Facebook memes, vacation photos, eternally wet, curly hair, with or without eyebrow ring. Um, those are all hard lefts. Which <laughs> We we were thinking that you kept a list of like their names. No, no, <laughs> like their profiles. Like that's weird. Okay, so those some are of people... those tailgating girls are hot though, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, <sighs> not my scene. Well, that's true. Right. Dr- drinking outside is not your scene. Uh, I got horrible fest coming up, brother. We got a hot tub. Oh, yeah, geez. a lot of them go to. A lot of them don't even go to the sporting events worldwide. They just I know, drink. I know this order. is a tangent, but you don't have horrible fest and jail it going back to back. What are you gonna do? Uh, well, we do have uh, Guido's beer bash. Probably live. Oh yeah, that's Saturday night. But actually, that's gonna work out fine because I can just like miss most of uh, Saturday and then just come to the uh, after show. Are you just gonna sit in uh, the hot tub the whole time? Again? Uh, I'll I'll have the egg timer again this year. You know, nice right, like yeah. you know, no more than twenty five minutes at a time with ten to fifteen minute breaks. So, what do you guys think of the Josh Bishop or uh, yeah, Josh Bishop Tom Lawler match? That was fun. As they <laughs> hit each other. Hard. They did. They did hit each other hard. Yeah, they were bringing the ruckus. They. There was uh, the motherfucking ruckus. Even Ooh. Josh Bishop was so nervous, so nervous. Well, he did have that one tweet leading into the thing. Yeah. Well, he had fucking room to be nervous. Yeah. He's. He, oh yeah. He, you Josh poked that tiger. And well, Josh Bishop's been poking a lot of tigers. Some, and I had to pull him aside and say, "Hey, 
uh, shit that like is personal and you think <laughs> is funny is not funny to the person that it's personal to, you know, like, uh, you gotta fucking be careful. And he is just young and dumb and doesn't understand out of control. The, uh, he, he took uh, a lesson from you. You sent him some tape and he, uh, pulled out one of those new moves you sent him. Did he? Yeah. I'm like, you know, smooth. Did he? Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't see it. He told Tom he totally had tried it before. Never the fucking power slam. Thing? Yeah, from the second I'm row. I'm still pitching him on the uh, top rope, bitch. How did it look? Bomb. It looked awesome. Oh, okay, that's good. CPA popped really hard for it. Me and him were watching the match together. I like CPA. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. Yeah. Drove by himself this time. I like him. Well, uh, then we go main event of the evening. Absolute championship match. Uh, Hot sauce Tracy Williams defending his title against Pretty Boy Smooth. Uh, big tests, big tests here for Pretty Boy Smooth. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that said this wasn't the that there were better options, and I'm not saying there are or there are or there aren't better options, but it's like, hey, let's let's give it a shot and see what happens. I figured, you know, what's the what's the worst that could happen? You know, like, yeah, it doesn't work. We just switch it. And if it does work, we, we got a guy that's, you know, in the hunt. Uh, but PB's a guy that is like, okay, you know, it, like uh, you're not going to know until until you try it out. Try it out, we did. And, you know, like I said, we were kind of put in this position, you know, Tracy Williams signs his contracts. Uh, you know, there was no plan for him to lose the, the title. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's you know you gotta you, you gotta roll with roll with things how you know how they unfold and you know this was the match that we had set up and you know I I, I could have switched it but I, I felt that at that point uh, people would have seen it coming a million miles away uh, I felt that you know uh, nobody thought that PB Smooth was gonna win no matter what the it was definitely a solid reaction at the end yeah yeah I I don't think anybody thought that they were gonna see that I think. Also, nobody thought that we would switch a title in the "quote unquote" secondary market of of Akron. So, like on a dang house show, well, not was, a house show. There was a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going into where it's like, you know, oh, maybe I should have made the drive from Cleveland. You know, maybe like yeah. throw that out there. People. Keep your so, head on a swivel. So you know, there's a lot of different things going into it. You know, and uh, time will tell, or has been told. That's right. I think it's been told. And, you know, it's up to you guys now to let me know what you thought. Well, from there, we roll to the uh, after-party spot. Of, I don't think we're going back there again. Of jerseys. <laughs> Dr. Dan. I'm not going back to the jerseys, or is it Ted Moore's Ryan? Um, I don't know. I think my behavior. I have been on pseudo-sabbatical. Oh, Lord. And... Uh, Forgot about this, this was my last get-out-of-sabbatical-free uh, card, and I spent it real hard. Worldwide. Tell you what, um, because we got there. Well, well, first let's start. There's a, a hand. Oh, there was one bar that was going to give us money, but they already had a party lined up that night, and they couldn't get us in the building. Well, we got to get them in advance next time. It goes. The guy already told me. He goes. The next time you have a date, call me as soon as you know, and we'll get it set up. I oh. called every bar within a like twenty mile radius of that place, and a bunch of people places were like. Oh, it's a trial run and come in and everything always just pointed back to Jersey's where we were going to get some free food. And that was the, you know, the best deal that we could have gotten. And did we get food? 
We got no food. We got no food. So I was not there to ask. I uh, pulled a next level. You know, I was like, you know, feeling it. And also, people were hungry. This and that. So I said, super baller at baller ass move for worldwide here. It was yeah. a very baller ass move, <laughs> really, because was. everyone was hungry, everyone was pissed, and like I fucking I've never seen worldwide ball so hard to be. I <laughs> I took fucking forty five dollars out of my wallet, and wow. I fucking super fan John Betts. I was like, what's the closest fucking place to here? And it was either Wendy's or Taco Bell, and then something happened with the Wendy's. Oh yeah, they were closed. It was like midnight or whatever. You fucked so, me. Fucked me out of food. Well, hey, I made it a point because here was the thing. Because I was like, I, I think I believe I got three grande boxes from Taco Bell. Yeah, that's three good. grande boxes. So like, you know, forty dollars worth of fucking food and shit. And I made it a point to have at least like five tacos with no lettuce. So it was just going to be beef and cheese. And I was like, this surely this will work for the palate of fucking Thorn. Nope. No, he's never had. He didn't. But life. it didn't even matter because we didn't even get what, to that point. Because they want to know what I had to do. I had to fucking have Dave the Potato drive me to a McDonald's <laughs> so I could listen to him cry about his life while I ate a twenty-piece nugget in his car, drunk. Well, <laughs> so either way, I, we roll in with these boxes. I did one for give you shots, home. buying beers, this and that, and like Justice and his like you know friend, uh, they like grabbed some out and just started eating at the table, and then. Some manager of jerseys, some jersey jerseys fucking jack off, is like, oh, you can't just bring this food in here. I was like, well, what's up with your kitchen? He's like, it's closed. And I was like, so then we proceeded, like, me and several fans and, like, some of the boys were just slamming this shit outside. And, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. You, that's when you started tagging me on social media, and I didn't know what was going on because I went back with the ring to make sure it was put away properly. Yeah. And all I see is worldwide throwing Taco Bell at his phone. I'm like, just what is going on Every down there? which way. It and was also, a tornado. A of, allegedly... Uh, did you or did you not throw away pint glasses in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. I was uh, just being a very bad boy <laughs> all over the I place. heard about that. It's out of hand. I got a text about that, actually. I did help clean up the bar area as we're getting everybody out of there just because I had a hunch that there were some things that probably were going sideways and made us not look so great. So I was like, well, let me help here. I cleaned up a lot Are of Taco really Bell wrappers. anything? AIW fans, please pipe in in the uh, comments on the Twitter and such. Wouldn't you like to try someplace new? Well, guess what? We got to yeah. try someplace new next time we're in Actually, no, we're not. But the bartenders did take care of us, and they were very nice. I, and, I tip them. And you they know. stayed open, because usually they close at like 11 or something there. Well, the one place that's in like the the area of where the shrine is, yeah. the I forget what it's called, but they, I called them, and they were like, oh, yeah, one of your guys was in here talking to us, but we close at 9. I'm like, if you stay open, crazy chicken. That's what that. Yeah, that's it. Is there it is. And I was like, what do you mean you like stay open till like two and make a lot of money? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, Alabama Doink would stay open. He likes to make money. Well, pour it out. Pour one out for Alabama Doink. Oh no, here it comes out there in the cosmos. It was other than that. It was was a decent, a little uh, after party though. Other than that, it was a good time. Wardlow uh, was a uh, brother Wardlow's feeding him some uh, tequila and such. Hanging out, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, you know, that's, I guess that's a wrap on. Uh, that's That was Hail to the King, baby. Uh, we all we all met Harley Race. Yeah. Yes. Uh, awesome. Magnum CK, super excited to have met him and got so many things signed. He was amazed. He was on a pin. I remember that. Yeah. Harley Race was. Yeah. He loved those Pollyanna pins. I I should have took a picture of him holding one. I totally forgot. I gave him a bunch to take home. Uh, 
and it was like it's so funny like how people like react around a guy like that like just because harley race is just a man through and through like harley race is in a wheelchair getting wheeled out to his car like you know super old still scary scary but like not what he was yeah and a guy walks by with whiskey and was like harley and like you know gives him a little cheers or whatever and the guy was like Harley fucking appreciates I'm drinking whiskey right now. Even though, like, Harley Race had no idea, but, like, <laughs> just, like, that, you know, like, that presence of him, like, everyone just, like, wanted to, like, the testosterone was flowing because Harley Race was in the building. I like that, that. Uh, Magnum took an, an um, NWA uh, world title for him to sign. I don't know if it was Magnum's or his friends, but... It was Magnum got one to get it signed. Was he like, where'd you get a hold of this? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, how did you get that? Or <laughs> something. <laughs> Asking if he earned it. But no, I'm really appreciative of uh, Harley Race making the drive up. That was really nice. He flew. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just some inside jokes there. Just throwing that one out there. Just a, one, Boop, more, Steve, one more fun one to John Thor. <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up on this. We will. Yeah. Well, for Dr. Dan, Big Twan, Worldwide, and John Suck it, jerseys. uh, My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week here on The Card is Going to Change. Thanks.